and fellow adventurers, welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we want to invite you to come join our Discord, and if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout out to all those that are big number level and above. Wolf, Rock Jedi, Blardama Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Emily S, Das Chris, Jason K, Mortine, Elisa Ellie, Doma Elaka, Dr. Grinis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, and Treehugger. New patrons this week, Caitlin O. And at the big number level, longtime Discord rock star, Carnifex. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 69. Nice. After saving the distillery workers, Jeb talks to them while the wizard checks out some magic items. Peach Pie finds a bound woman, and he unties her. She seems shaken up and maybe a little evasive, but largely uninjured. We decide to head off towards the tower, and along the way, we find several dead or deadish bodies surrounding an ominous plant. We know these to be a group of distillery workers who are going towards the tower themselves. Combat is inevitable. The wizard critically disintegrates an ambushing, attacking plant, but another one pops out. We kill it, too. It seems one distillery worker is still alive. We give her aid. She tells us that she tracked down a Zolgath and learned some things. She mentions a Zolgath named Theseka, who might be Booby Boy. We continue on to the tower and find camps for Zolgaths, but they are abandoned. It doesn't take long before the tower is within sight. A bright light pierces the foliage of the Immenwood, its source slowly orbiting the top of a tower 300 feet high. Beneath the thick overgrowth, the tower is a steep-sided structure with three tiers at the heights of roughly 180 feet, 240 feet, and 280 feet, with its slender peak rising just another 20 feet above that to the gleaming orb that crowns its height. Two squat, 30-foot-high platforms jump from the tower's southern base, beneath a terrace halfway up the tower's south side. This terrace is so overgrown with vines and small plants that it resembles a waterfall of greenery. The platforms are also overgrown, but sharp stakes pointing upward from the perimeter of each make them appear more like defensive encampments. A wooden stair rises along the side of the western platform, and a swaying rope bridge extends between it and the one to the east. Trails of smoke rise from each platform. Hmm, those are probably encampments, I'm sure. Well, I want you to give me an idea of how you're approaching the tower. I mean, like we'd approach everything else, we walk up there and fight them. Yeah, honestly, we're not very stealthy. We tried the stealth thing once. It didn't go well. It went okay. There was a minefield. It didn't go great. It, it could have gone worse. None of us died, and we killed everything. <laughs> and I have an odd feeling they know we're coming since you said there's a camp, and I should have investigated the camp, but I didn't investigate the camp. So to answer your question and how we're going to approach this, Tyler, I believe yeah, we're just going to kind of march on up there. If we start getting shot at, we might try and take cover. Or that's when we start throwing spells. Yeah, we can shoot back. As you're all approaching the defensive platform, the only way to ascend the platforms, the only obvious way at least, 
are the wooden stairs that go 30 feet up to the top of the platform. Otherwise, the edges are lined with stakes. Does it seem as though anybody is paying any attention to us? Do we see any heads poking out? Not as of yet. I'm a fork. Jeb, are you the first one to step onto the wooden stairs? Heck yeah. Jeb, when you take your first step on the wooden steps, two Zolgaths step up to the top and take a defensive stance. Two more approach. Hey, look at all those guys on the edge of a tower just waiting to be gravity welled off, <laughs> wizard. Well, if I see a defensive stance, I will activate initiative. That's something a player can do, right? I mean, you're going to charge up, yeah? <laughs> Roll for initiative. There we go. Right, let's kill some shit. All right. At the top of round one, you've got two Zolgaths with their claws and their scimitars out, standing at the top of the wooden stair, and then two more with javelins drawn, standing on the edge of the defensive battlements that they've created. But Jebediah gets the drop on all of them. Jeb, you start us off. All right. You don't have gravity well, do you, Jeb? Nope. I got chain lightning. Hey. (laughs) I cast chain lightning. (laughs) On Zolgrath number two. All right. Uh, Chain lightning works. Yeah, tell me, please. So they all will make a reflex save. It'll continue to jump to as many creatures within 30 feet, so infinite number within 30 feet of each bounce, and stops once critically failed, or once it's hit every creature once. All right, let's see. uh, For the skirmisher that's at the top of the stairs, gets a 27 on the reflex save. So we'll hit him with some damage. Wait, I think he only rolled damage once. Can't target the same creature. Roll the damage only once. All right, so we'll wait for that. The one that's standing right next to him at the top of the stairs gets a 22, also a failure. Yep, still failing. I'm still failing. Wow, every single one of them has failed. It's cascading across. (laughs) (laughs) It cascades through the frontline fighters and takes a drastic and sudden leap to the back line. And you can't even see where it hits, but there's a big krakow as one of the Zolgas in the back critically fails. Boom. Oh, that didn't work at all. <laughs> I mean, it kind of did. One stone lead should take 100, one should take 25. Yeah. That's like 325 that damage. Holy a shit. Huge amount of damage from that spell. Jesus. That's insane. I am God of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, so Thor enters combat. Big showing from Jebediah. Do you do anything else? I will be ballsy and push through them. Are you tumbling through or, like, trying to shove? Would the tumble be a different action? Like, part is it part of my movement? Yeah, it would be a tumble through action. Yeah, a tumble through is a normal move, except you move half speed while moving through their space. Oh, then I wouldn't be able to make it. I'm just going to... I'll just go about this far up and then lean against... Making room for Peach Pie. So you get a little farther up there, but you're making enough room for the big man to come through? Then, after Jebediah... One of the Zolgaths who got zapped by that chain lightning pull it takes his. Uh, Are you kidding me? They all run away in fear. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, give me a fortitude save so I don't forget it. God damn you, Tyler. Hey, sorry. Stinky. We're we're getting used to we this. We all got a lot. <laughs> wow. Uh, everybody, roll the fourteen or higher on that. Three fourteens yes. and a fifteen. 
successful fortitude saves all around. So the uh, skirmishers that are at the top of the stairs, one of them who is holding that scimitar, he's going to have to pass his first action, uses his second and his third actions, readies an action. Then the Zilgas skirmisher who is at uh, the top holding a javelin uses its first action to throw the javelin at Jebediah. And gets nat 20 on the dice. Oh, that's a, that's a critical success. Jeb, you'll take 18 points of piercing damage from the He's javelin, a, striking true. The filthy troglodyte, so... With his second action, he pulls out what looks like a femur wrapped in rags. And with his third action, he drags a stick, like a match stick, along the long side of the femur bone and lights up the rags. He's now holding a torch. Then that takes us down to Moonlight. It's your turn. Well, this might be dangerous. Moonlight's going to move here. It's going to move right in front of Jebediah, still 10 feet away from Skirmisher. And then, um, yeah, there's a lot of guys here. We're just going to... I'm just gonna use up all of our high-level spells right away. We're gonna do a vampiric, vampiric exsanguination on these guys. Whoa, oh, good. So a 30-foot cone should hit all of them. Yeah, all right. Getting that far up the stairs, absolutely. You do have sight of all six of the Zolgaths, and you actually see that the two in the back lines, one of them is uh, who you've decided to call Boopy Boy. It's Boopy Boy! Booby Boy's back. Booby Boy. And another Zolgath who looks very close in stature. There's two of those. Well, all six of them need to give me fortitude saves. Uh, oof. Okay. Not looking great. Three failures. The skirmisher holding the torch got a critical failure. One of the other skirmishers holding a javelin also got a critical failure. Good old skirmisher number two at the top of the stairs, however, saved. Okay, well, they all take varying degrees of 12d6 negative damage. Not great rolls, but 34 damage. (laughs) Waves of dark energy that are just pulsating from that cone in front of moonlight really get this group of Zolgaths, but the one that's holding the torch on the northern side ends up getting all of his life force drained from him in that spell and drops the torch that he has right on top of some of the vines that are growing onto the platform and they light on fire. And it looks like that fire is going to spread quickly. Moonlight, give me a perception check too. 31. The Zogas skirmisher that's at the very top of the stairs, the one that he's ready in an action, he's like holding his scimitar back like he's getting ready to swing at whoever comes close, but his eyes keep darting down. Define down. Down towards his feet. Oh, seems odd, but... Okay, so which one took the most damage? Most certainly the one that was holding the torch, 68 damage. Yeah, but they didn't have that much health, so... Oh, I see. Uh, 45 was the most. Looks like both of the ones that died had 23 ignored. So I gained 22 hit points. Not bad. And I'm done. Well, that takes us over to uh, Boopy Boy. They're going to use an action to use something called Earthen Blow from the ground. 
At the bottom of the stairs, a stone fist rises out and swipes at the wizard who is standing at the bottom of the stairs. Why? Why is it attacking me? Because you're the only one on ground. God damn it. <laughs> also, Boopy Boy remembers your encounter with them. Gets a 27 to hit. So my AC would be 28. So no, 27 does not hit. Uses its second two actions to ready an action. Which takes us down to the wizard. Your turn. David. Yo. Took a spell just for you, because you always ask me to do it, and I never fucking have it. Fireball? I fireball them. <laughs> it's only a fourth level fireball, but it's, it's damage is damage. They've been softened up. Alright, reflex saves. We've got two failures, a success, and Boopy Boy gets a critical failure. Uh, 8d6, I got 33 damage. She's ignored 65. The <laughs> dude had one, one HP? <laughs> yeah, one HP. Oh, the guy that a crit. <laughs> yeah. 101 health. <laughs> no, he had a little bit more. Something else happened yeah, to him. Yeah, because I also did oh, okay. Vampiric exsanguination. All right, well, then after the wizard fireballs the top of the tower and kills one of the Zolgath stone lieges and another skirmisher. And then I move up my third action. Move up uh, in between Peach Pie and Spencer. In Moonlight, you see one of the stone lieges who is standing behind the cauldron, taking cover, looks really concerned, looks behind him across the space between this platform and the next, and you see that there is a large oval stone propped up in the middle of that platform and a fist of stone comes out of the ground and punches the oval stone on top of the defensive platform and it cracks. And you can see inside there's a geode. The shimmering crystals from inside, their light effuses out of that crack and two stony hands reach out from that crack, rip it wide open and then standing inexplicably Like, the stone did not have enough space for these two creatures, but two large, hulking humanoid forms of rock step out from that geode, and they roar. Seems terrifying. Which takes us over to Peach Pie. It's your turn. Well, so many things are almost dead. So I guess with one action, I'm going to move up in front of Moonlight, get between Moonlight and this skirmisher. As Peach Pie gets to the top of the stair, the skirmisher reaches his hand down quickly and pulls a pin out from the top of the wooden staircase. Oh, shit. And the staircase collapses beneath your feet. Oh, shit. That tricky motherfucker. And he survived every single one of those AoEs he rolled a success, and that's the only reason he's still alive. All of his other frontline compadres are dead. Do I get to grab an edge? You do. Peach Pie is the only one who gets to grab an edge. So for every five feet back from Peach Pie is another five feet down. Moonlight, you fall 25 feet. Jebediah, you fall 20 feet. The Wizard, you fall 15 feet to the ground and are knocked prone. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Let me... I've got the Ringmaster's Staff, which Feather Fall is a reaction, right? It is a reaction. I cast it on myself. The Moonlight uses their reaction to Featherfall. Peach Pie, give me a reflex save to grab an edge. 
You got it. Otherwise, Jeb, you'll take 10 points of falling damage. Wizard, you'll take 7 points of falling damage. I get a 32 reflex save to grab an edge. A 32 grabs the edge. In fact, a 32 is a critical success. So Peach Pie is dangling from the edge after successfully grabbing it. Okay. Well, with my second action, I'm going to pull myself up. You want an athletics check? I do. 41. Uh, yeah. Peach Pie, you can land anywhere adjacent to that Zogath. How about behind him? Absolutely. I pull myself up so hard, I flip around over top of him and end up behind him. Are you kind of a big clown? Because that would look really silly. You don't seem very agile. Like, (laughs) And your shoes squeak when you land. It's more of a feat of strength than a... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Than agile. And then when I get there, instead of attacking him, I'm going to try and shove him off the ledge. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. An athletics check. Can't you attack him and then knock him back? You hit him? No, I need another action. I only get a... Oh, right. Because this is action to do that. I only get a 24. Does it succeed against his... uh... (laughs) It does. I shove him five feet. A 24 succeeds by one. All right, I'll take it. I shove him off the edge. All right. So that means that he gets pushed five feet and he stumbles backwards and ah! will home scream. He gets a re- grab an edge too, though. No, he doesn't because he used he it. He doesn't because right. he was ready in an action in order to get that pin pulled. So he cannot grab an edge. Because using the reaction, or using the ready to action, the ready to action is a reaction. A reaction. Two actions to prepare the ready to action, yep. and then once it goes off, it is a reaction. Yes. Yeah. Ducks to be him. Yeah. Uh, he takes 15 points of falling damage, and guess what? Kills him. Kills him. Good. And he lands right next to Moonlight on top of one of the wooden boards that collapsed, and it pierces through his spine and out his chest. Moonlight just hears a crunch. Well, that was that was a fun first round. What do you say? That was an ins- I can't believe it's still the first round. <laughs> that was the end of round one. That takes us up to the top of round two. That torch that the one Zolgath dropped at the northwestern corner of the platform has truly caught fire. And now you see that it is spreading down the vegetation, down to the ground, where you see all of the bushes that you're either lying in or that are around you are drenched in oil. I assume this fire is spreading quickly. This fire is spreading very quickly. Jebediah, you're laying in a pile at the bottom of the defense platform. What do you do? I look up and shake my fist. That's a free action. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I assume, like, what type of wall is this? It's like just smooth stone? It's a mud brick wall. Does it look climbable? Absolutely. All right, so a move, a grab, and a move. That'd take three actions, wouldn't it? What are you thinking? To pull the whiz out of the fire. Hurdle, but I don't think I have enough. Oh, with turtle. Um, uh, just do like a pull action with an athletics check. So if, if turtle went one action up to the wizard and then a second action just to pull five feet back, I would allow that with an athletics. That'll get the wiz out of the bushes? Yeah. We will attempt that. 27. Pull the scrawny. 
The wizard is scrawny and likely not fighting. That's a success. You can go ahead and move both of them five feet back. Uh, and then Jeb will attempt to climb this wall. It's a 30-foot climb, so go ahead and give me an athletics check. First attempt is a 30. 30 is a success. Uh, you move up five feet per 20 feet of your land speed. Even lower than half? It's worse than half speed. Oh, shit. So for one climb action, if you succeed, you move five feet. I'm assuming you're, you don't have a 40-foot speed, right? No. Oh. No, so you move five feet up. Wait, let me check my boots. Oh, and you know what? That's actually a uh, critical success. So you would move an additional five feet. So you would move ten feet. All right, well, yeah, I'll just take another one then. I'm a forge door. If I can take some fire damage, I don't care. I bask in that shit. That's uh, another critical success on an athletics with 32. All right, I'm at the top. Well, you've got ten more feet and then you're at the top. Jeb's in the middle of his climb. That is my turn. And that takes us over to one of the rock monstrosities that's on the other platform. It uses its first action to stride over to the rope bridge that's dangling between. And it looks down at it, obviously decides better of it, and pulls a chunk of rock from its chest and throws it at Peach Pie. Gets a 31 to hit. <sighs> it's That's going to deal Peach Pie... 21 points of bludgeoning damage. And then with its third action, it's going to do the same thing. It's going to pull a stone from its body, throw it at Peach Pie. This time gets a 21 to hit. Miss. Well, that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Uh, you're on the ground at the very base, and the top of the platform is 30 feet up. And Jeb's, like, part of the way up already? No, 20 feet up, yep. And the fire is getting really, really close to you. In fact, if you, you think that if you end your turn in this square, that you could very likely be taking fire damage. It's spreading so quickly. I didn't realize you were still in the fire. Turtle probably definitely would have moved you, not the Wiz. <laughs> Sorry, Wiz. I thought you, I thought you saved yourself. <laughs> so Moonlight will look at the top of that platform and kind of like disappears into shadow and then, then is standing there. What? I'm using collective transposition. Huh? Sounds like the Arcanist leap. Uh-huh. Tell, tell me more. Is this one of those spells that you weren't telling me about until just now? It's uh, my level 6 bloodline spell. <laughs> so, there goes all of my level 6 spells. Holy shit. <laughs> it creates a 30-foot emanation from me, and then I can move up to two creatures... It doesn't wow. say I actually have to touch the creatures. No, it says it, it. the targeted area is a 30-foot emanation. Jebediah is within 30 feet while you're at the bottom of the platform. Jebediah is already almost there, though. I think I would move myself and the wizard ah. to the top of this tower. I'm going to take myself and the wizard. That's absolutely crazy. So what does this look like? I mean, it doesn't say specifically, but since it's a shadow bloodline spell, I like to think of it as, like, fade into shadow and then reappear up at the top of the tower. That's really cool. Third action, I will just cast shield. Oh, hello, Moonlight and the Wizard. Nice to see you up here again. How the fuck did I just get up here? <laughs> you get pulled around by a fucking tiger. And then, like, <laughs> I fall through some stairs, then... Turtle comes and pulls me out of a fire, and now I'm up here. 
This all happened within six seconds. I'm still prone from falling. <laughs> it's just like I sank into the ground into my own shadow and just appeared up here. Sounds about right. That's perfect. <laughs> Then, after Moonlight uh, gets the party mostly up on the platform, we're going to go over to the remaining Zolgath Stone Liege, who uses their first action to five-foot step out from behind the cauldron, and uses its second and third actions to use an ability called Earthen Torrent, and it's going to raise that bar that it's carrying and slam it into the ground and in front of him the shockwave of earth rolls toward you I need everybody to give me a reflex save I want you to save fortitude no (laughs) (laughs) nat 20 anyway alright moonlight what'd you get 26 if that fails I'll use my hero point okay 28 Everybody succeeds, except for, of course, Peach Pie, who, with his natural 20, critically succeeds. Hells yeah. Moonlight and the Wizard will each take 15 points of damage, which is half of 31. And Moonlight, oh, takes no actual damage because of the vampiric HP buffer. Hells yeah. Hells yeah, indeed. All right, well... That's the Stone Leech's turn. That brings us down to the wizard. Who is prone and confused. What the (laughs) the fuck is happening? (laughs) And then I drop a sudden bolt on our friend here. How far is lightning? Do you have lightning bolt? Uh, not prepared. Oh, okay. Because those two guys are in a nice line there, if you... (laughs) If anybody has a line. Of course, who knows what will actually affect an earth elemental. Bet my hammer will. Uh, and this is a fifth level sudden bolt to reflex save. 27 that it gets looks like a failure. Yes. 7d12, 55 damage. Wham. Hits him hard. He is not looking good, but he is still standing. That takes us. And then I stand up. Stop trying to skip my third action, Tyler. Sorry. There's times I want to do stuff with it. <laughs> like standing. Well, that takes us over to the other large elemental. It uses its first action to step up to the edge of the divide between the two platforms and throws a stone at the wizard. Is this because I yelled at you? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually because you shot lightning out of your fingers, but yeah, I guess we could call it that. Sorry, Tyler. But does a 33 hit? Yeah. Alright, then the rock is gonna hit the wizard for 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Even you can take that. And then he's gonna pull another rock out of his chest and throw it at the wizard for a second time. Ooh, 35, that's gonna hit. This one will deal 21 points of damage. Ouch. That's its turn. That takes us over to Peach Pie. Your turn. Well, all right. I guess I'm going to finally rage because I haven't had a chance to do that yet. And I guess I'll step up to... Uh, this is Boopy Boy, huh? That's one of the two. I mean, they're just Zolgas Stone Leeches, but if you want to call them all Boopy Boys, that's fine. We try and smack a Boopy Boy. <laughs> 40. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a critical hit. Goodbye, Boopy Boy. 
Yeah, watch as the uh, math Bow. that's needed to figure this out. How much damage did you deal? 72. And uh, <laughs> how much excess was it? Looks like five. He had five HP. You partially resisted some of it. What if we say I hit him so hard, I launched him at the rock elementals and I get an attack against them with his corpse? Oh, that's fantastic. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. You want an attack roll? Okay, yeah. you got it. 35. Peach Pie winds up and just cracks this guy right in the chest and he goes flying backwards into the space between the two defensive towers. <laughs> And you can hear the crunch and crackle of rambles underneath as he falls to the ground. Take it. Moments after you hear that crack of the brambles breaking, they go up in flames. And you look around you and you discover that the flames that started at the top of the platform, which are still actually burning just north of you, have made their way all the way around the foliage of the tower and are now burning a large gathering of dried brambles between the space of the two defensive towers. I really hope this is a controlled burn because if they're burning down like forests, that is that is very evil. We're, I'm going to go fern gully on their asses. <laughs> All right. Well, with my final action, I will move. I can only move 30. I cannot quite get up to the rock elementals, which means I am now standing on a bridge over a bunch of burning bushes and trees and stuff, this is incredibly precarious. Yes, in fact, as you're beginning to cross the bridge, it's a little rickety. I need you to give me a balance check. That's gonna be acrobatics. acrobatics. Lot could have been worse, 30. A 30 is a success. I believe you can only move half speed, though. It's half speed. You move up to your speed, treating it as difficult terrain. Peach Pie is standing on a shaky rope bridge over a large burning pile of brambles. Boy, does that make you look cool, but Peach Pie is sweating. Big bullets. I have been so cool in this combat, grabbing the edge, launching myself over the guy, knocking him off, knocking the other guy off the other side with a huge crit, standing on a bridge over fire. This is fucking badass. <laughs> Peach Pie's feeling good. I'm, I'm in a fucking heavy metal video right now. <laughs> All right. After Peach Pie, that puts us at the top of round three. Jebediah, you're ten feet from the top of the westernmost defensive platform where your party is. It's your turn. Well, Turtle's gonna look up at Moonlight, then look back down to where the Wiz was, and then she's gonna lay down. <laughs> Turtle's like, uh... <laughs> well, fuck me. <laughs> that will continue his climbing attempt. 24. That's a success. Not a critical success, though. 24. We're at the top. There you go. Two actions and you're at the top. I pant aggressively. <laughs> Is that your third action? Uh, <laughs> I pant aggressively. <laughs> Can you give me a demonstration, Spencer? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll be good where I'm at. I'll just move up towards the bridge. Alright, Jebediah starts getting closer. That takes us over to one of the large rock elementals. It is going to use its first action to throw a rock at Peach Pie. I baseball it that back at him. Base, I 
you know what I mean. You knock it back at him like a baseball? Yep, exactly. You got a ready to action for that or something? No. That means that this rock is going to get a 33 to hit. Yeah, it hits. 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Right. And it's just going to keep pulling rocks out of itself and throwing it at you. That seems like a very self-destructive way to attack. It's just what it's happening. It's what's happening. 23 to hit. Miss. And finally, 27 to hit. Miss. And then after Peach Pie on the rope bridge, over the burning pit, dodging rocks getting thrown at him. Moonlight, your turn. Um, I don't think that would hit Peach Pie. I'm going to drop a gravity well off the side of the tower. Just off the southern end of the tower that the rock elementals are standing on? Yes. All right. They need what kind of saves again? Reflex? Reflex saves. I'm sure they're great at those. I'm sure. One of them is standing closest to the edge, uh, and he gets a 28, and looks like he fails. The other one, however, the one that's on the other side of him, gets a critical failure with a natural one on the die. Uh, yeah. So the guy that failed moves 15 feet to here, towards this area, and the other guy moves 30 feet. That, that gets them both off the platform, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Just these huge rocks just don't... Wow. Um, they both take that stance that looks like they're walking into wind as they're getting pulled off, and one of them just flies head over heels, and off the platform, they both land with a thunk into a raging inferno, and they both take 66 points of fire damage. Don't forget the fall damage. Oh yeah, the additional 15. And they are, of course, prone. And at the bottom of the tower. That's my turn. And then, after Moonlight just wipes the top of the tower clean of all the rocky elementals, Wizard, it's your turn. I still don't know what the fuck has happened. There's like fire happening everywhere. Moonlight just pulled some giant golems like off the tower. There's a lot of shit happening in this combat. I'm gonna go look at this Geo. Two move actions to get up next to it. Third move action to look at it. When you go to cross the rope bridge, you are actually going to need to give me a acrobatics check, the balance, and you'll be moving at half speed across it. Graceful as fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> You're what now again? What you get on the acrobatics? Do I hero point that? <laughs> Unless you want to be in the raging inferno. <laughs> so a failure, you just remain stationary to keep your balance. You just waste an action. Uh, if you critically fail, that's when you fall and your turn ends. So the question is, with a, what, 19? With a 2 on the die, is that a failure or a critical failure? I think it's just a failure. I'll take the failure. That's fine. You would be right. It is just a failure. So you'll actually stop right as you step onto the rope bridge and spend the rest of your action trying to maintain balance. Is is it an action to balance itself, or is part of, or is that part of my move? It's part of a move. It is part of a move. So that's my yeah. first action done. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Second action, and I try to move again. But give me that, Gil. Need to give me another acrobatics check. 32. That is a success. So you move up to your speed, half your speed. I don't I don't need to balance anymore, right? Uh, no. Okay. I go up to the geode as my third action. It is very large, and you don't get a ton of time to look at it because you just stepped up to it, but there's one thing that just absolutely catches you. 
is that the inside of this thing is sparkling all sorts of deep blue and violet colors, and it's just gorgeous. My slime going off at all? Yeah, it is actually. But I also want to give you a free action religion check here real quick. Uh, 32. There are some markings on this geode, and you just seem to recall, although you can't recall where you recall it from. Stupid sentence. This geode reminds you of a uh, holy artifact of some Zolgaths and Zolgath tribes. Uh, it holds some sort of important tribal or religious significance. After the wizard walks up to the geode, that takes us over to our large elemental friends. So both of the large earth elementals after the gravity well actually now have 2d6 persistent fire damage on them. And because they start their turn in the burning brush at the base of the tower, they're both going to take an additional 66 damage, fire damage. Is 19. God, they've gotten so lucky on those 66. They really have. <laughs> they've been just garbage rolls. Uh, and then they get persistent fire damage on them. Rocks taking fire damage. Then, uh, for its first action, what it has to do is stand up because it's prone in the fire, and then it is going to use its second and third actions to burrow into the ground to escape the fire. But it still fails to put the fire out. Takes six points of persistent fire damage, and it continues on. Peach Pie, it's your turn. I scurry my way over this burning bridge. Acrobatic check. 26. All right. That's successful. That would leave me right at the end of the burrow, just off the bridge. And what I'll do is I'll ready action to attack if a rock monster or any other enemy gets within my range. All right. After Peach Pie, I'm going to go up to the top of round four. Jebediah, it's your turn. A bridge and a dwarf. Fight. Flames are like pretty far down, right? Do they look like they're affecting the bridge? Like, are they close to the bridge? Oh, the bridge is not on fire as of yet. Right. Acrobatics to try to attempt to cross at this place. 28. 28 is a success. One more. 23. 23 is a failure. You make no progress on that action. about a 26? 26 will get it. I'll just put myself right in front of Peach Pie there. Then after Jebediah, it's the other large elemental. He's sitting down there in the fire, and he's going to take his fire damage for starting his turn in the fire. He will take 19 points, and he will stand up and then burrow into the platform with his second and third actions. Moonlight, it's your turn. Moonlight attempts to cross the bridge. Gets a 33. 33 is a success. 21. 21 is a failure, but you make no progress. Oh, 23. That is also a failure. So at the end of Moonlight's three actions, they are still on the bridge. I have a fucking plus 19. (laughs) You rolled pretty badly on those last two. Wizard, you're standing in front of a geode. It's pretty and shiny. What do you do in your turn? Check it out. Uh, Go ahead and give me a recall knowledge... The Simon and Arcana. Take them twice as long. Two two actions. Alright. That one. Yeah, alright. Um, right. This is a magical geode. 
And this magical geode can grant you wishes. But only sexually desired based wishes. That's it. That's the only kind of wishes it accepts. A hero point in the name of Nethus to understand what the fuck this thing is. And <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Matt 20. <laughs> Thank 20. you, Nethus. Wow. Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> this geode. In Zolgath culture, a lot of Zolgath tribes will have one of these geodes kind of like maybe at the center of their tribe. What they actually do is they capture the two earth spirits, like two earth elemental spirits, and hold them in this geode. And in time of crisis or in great need, uh, leaders of the Zolgath tribes can break open those geodes to release those earth elementals to wreak havoc on any non-Zolgath. Do I know, is there a way to turn them off or, like, stop them using this geode? No, actually, in general, once they're released, they just kind of rampage until they die. Oh, good, we released more fun stuff down the population. In true Zev Gavazeb style, devour until death. We're really good at inadvertently releasing things on the populace. <laughs> We're heroes! <laughs> Moving on, let's go up these stairs. One of the earth elementals that was burrowing under the ground bursts up through the stone mud brick platform right in front of Jebediah. Are you sure that's where he pops up? I'm absolutely positive. Def, I really think he pops up, you know, a little bit closer to me. I, I'm sure you think he would. God damn it. Is that like a movement or is that a special ability? Uh, it is a movement, and I would allow you to give an attack of opportunity as he popped Dang up it. right next to you. I'll smack him. We'll get two on the dice. Got 20's not gonna hit. Then he's going to use his second and third action to start punching Jebediah. 36 to hit. Yeah. And 24 points of damage. Now that you're standing right next to him, you notice that the ground around this thing is like raising up in stone spikes. In fact, you notice because they puncture through the bottom of your feet. Well, that's not fun. And that's a, an emanation aura that it has. Jeb takes eight points of piercing damage. Stone spikes poke at his feet, and that's difficult terrain now in the five-foot area, the five-foot emanation around him. With its third action, it will punch Jebediah again. This time, get a 16 to hit. Miss. Oh, did I mention he's still on fire? He's still on fire. And he takes eight points of fire damage and fails on the flat check to put it out. Beach pie, your turn. I take a step up to him. I'm going to just bet on him not having an attack of opportunity. And I move around him. I move for the flanking. Yep. I assume he does not attack me. He does not. I attack him. 30 to hit. A 30 hits. We'll deal him some damage. It's going to be 20. Not great. 20 points of bludgeoning damage against the creature. And he takes the damage and he looks at you. And with a reaction, he will crumble into a pile of rocks. And that pile of rocks will then burrow 15 feet down. I'll take an attack of opportunity Not on him as he triggering. Not Wow. Built right into it. Crumble. Does not trigger reactions. Okay. Uh, then with my third action, I will um, smack the ground where he went. Maybe I stub his toe a little bit. <laughs> Done. 
Alright. Well, we go to the top of round five. Jebediah, your turn. Alright. Was today the same day we ate all the mushrooms? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because somebody didn't want to rest. <laughs> I will cast Field of Life. I don't think I've heard you say those words together before with Jeb. <laughs> what does is, what if, what is Field of Life It do? is a six-level healing spell in a 20-foot burst that I will select in the top left of my square, healing all living creatures within it for 1d8 for a whole minute. And I'll stay here waiting for this creature to pop back up. So everybody gets 5 HP. And you'll use an action every round to sustain this for a minute. Yep. That's pretty fucking cool. All right. Does it add to my temporary hit points, Jeb? <laughs> no. Already my attack of opportunity done. All right. Uh, okay. Well, then after Jebediah, we're going to go over to the other elemental who pops up just north of Jebediah. Back. 32. Jeb gets a 32 to hit. That hits. One, three. Jeb slices it as he comes up, but right afterwards, Jebediah is going to get a fist right in his chest, a 38 to hit. Ooh. Yeah. The impact from the fist as he punches you right in the chest pushes you 10 feet back. But my healing. And that pushes Jebediah over the edge of the platform. Jeb, give me a grab an edge reaction if... I already attacked already used it. But I will take 15 more damage. Well, Jeb's gonna take 15 points of falling damage, 19 points of damage from the punch, and as you're falling, the spikes that you fall through actually slice into you. He's also falling into fire, isn't he? He is falling into fire as well. Forest dwarf, right? Hell yeah. So yeah, it'd be 26 fire damage. So when Jeb passes through the spikes, it tears at his clothes, he lands in the fire, and he's got some persistent bleeding, persistent fire, and uh, that was a big hit on Jeb. How you looking, bud? I'm fine. I'm Jeb. Jeb's fine. Moonlight, it's your turn. After the rock monster burns a little bit and successfully stops burning. And the other one's gone right now? Correct. The other one is under the ground. Moonlight, you're the only one still on the bridge. Good, bad, or otherwise. We had a delay. Moonlight delays. Wizard, it's your turn. Do I know anything about these guys specifically from my check on the Geo? Like what their resistances or weaknesses might be? I mean, you did critically succeed on the Geo, and I'll give you one piece of information about the rock elementals that come out of there. Or if you want to spend a recall knowledge, I'll let you make a new check just on the creatures as opposed to just the Geo. Can I get one piece and... Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you want? Resistances. Uh, It is immune to bleed, paralyze, poison, and sleep. Otherwise, it is not resistant to any particular type of damage. I am going to use Vampiric Maiden on it. Why didn't you pick up that one? I don't actually remember, but it's on my spell list. I picked it up at some point. I don't think the Wiz remembers either, so it's cool. (laughs) So it needs a fortitude save, right? Yeah, it critically right. succeeded, it looks like, so... Yeah, we got a 42 on that fortitude, so... I think I knew it was going to be good, but... The Iron Maiden crumples as it tries to close around the rock monster. That was a mistake. I have so much fortitude save base shit. Uh, third action, I am going to just move 30 feet closer to Peach Pie. 
the other elemental that had dove down into the ground after Peach Pie smacked it rises back out of the earth. And this time, Ooh. he is not avoiding reactions in doing so. Well, I'll take an attack of opportunity on him at least. All right. And get a 33 a hit. 33 hits. 27 damage. Ooh, 27 damage. He takes it. Well, then for his second action, he is going to punch Peach Pie. Does a 31 hit you? Sure does. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to deal Peach Pie 20 points of bludgeoning damage and will use its third action to push Peach Pie 10 feet back. Peach Pie, you fall 30 feet to the ground. Okay. Peach Pie, you'll take eight points of slashing damage as you pass the spikes. Don't you have resistance to physical damage or no? Weapons from weapons, which I forget about all the time, but it's weapons. Wait, you have weapon? Yes, I have DR weapons. Cool. Well, that's good to know. Peach Pie, it's your turn. I will say that this side of the platform is not on fire, but you are prone and at the bottom of the platform. I'm going to use my my turn. Oh, you uh, bumping in on initiative before Peach Pie? Yeah. All right. This might fail miserably. We're going to drop a sound burst on him. Fortitude save. We get a 38 and a 30, respectively. Well, they'll both save. Just barely on the one. So they will look at 18 on 40, 10. They take half. They take nine sonic damage. Nine damage each to the elementals. And then I back away. <laughs> or at least I attempt to. Are you crossing the bridge back to the other platform? Yep. All right. I get a 38. 38 is a critical success on the balance. You can move your normal speed across the bridge. It's my turn. I'm, I'm so fucked. <laughs> Peach Pie at the bottom of the platform. It's your turn. I stand and I climb. 33. 33. That's a critical success. You move five feet for every 20 foot of your land speed, plus an additional five feet because of a critical success. So, so 10. So 10. All right. You're 10 feet up of the 30 foot wall. I make another athletics check. You don't have, like, quick climb or anything like that, do you? I don't. I get a 26. 26 is a regular success. That's five feet up. All right, I'm coming. That's a peach pie halfway up. We're going to go to the top of round six, and the battlefield's looking very interesting. Peach pie is halfway up the wall on the eastern side of the platform. Jebediah is sitting prone in some fire. Uh, the wizard is alone on his platform with two giant rock monsters, and Moonlight just retreated to the other platform a uh, reasonable distance from the rock monsters. Jebediah, at the beginning of your turn, that's the persistent fire damage. This is the you're starting your turn standing in fire, and that's 19 points of fire damage. 13 it is. Of course, reduced for Forged Dwarf stuff. Alright, <clears throat> I'll drop my sustained spell, because fuck you. And <laughs> I will do a battle medicine check on myself. I'll critically succeed for 48. Oh my god, that is so good. That was pretty bad. I'll take it. And I will also use a level 5 heal. You're going to stay in the fire? Yeah. Stay in the fire and heal yourself? I would rather get a heal off. To be fair, that's pretty badass. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just Jeb sitting down <laughs> in fire healing. 
after Jeb just slaps himself for uh, 63 points of healing, it is one of the large elementals turned. And, oh, actually, before we even get there, Jeb, you take six points of persistent bleed damage, seven points of persistent fire damage, and then your two flat checks, which look like they fail. 12 and a 14. And that brings us over to one of the large elementals, and this one looks over at the wizard, takes a stride action towards him. Hey, y'all, don't hit me in Terran. <laughs> it smiles a rocky smile and punches you 34 to hit there you go. 18 points of bludgeoning damage and like your friends with the third action sorry pushes you <laughs> off of the platform and you are gonna take grab a ledge oh you do have a reaction go ahead and give you a reflex save can I do it in slow motion and get a plus two? Uh, <laughs> that is the perfect use of that feat ever. It doesn't work. You're taking twice as long. 100%. That does not work. I don't so care. Well. Do it anyway. I would like uh, to take my, re- my reaction twice, twice as slow. <laughs> With a 29, you are able to successfully grab an edge there. Uh, However, you are going to catch the uh, stakes that are built into the sides of the platform here, and you will take 10 points of piercing damage, and you will also have that 1d6 persistent bleed on as well. Great. Then after the elemental punches the wizard off the platform, wizard, you're dangling. It's your turn. Okay, Uh, I pull myself up. What is that again? Just sing black, pull myself up. Yep. I thought about, because I have gravity well that I can call back, but I'm pretty sure I would end up pulling Moonlight with it. <laughs> 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 if I try to pull him off backwards. Oh, that would be just And if awful I pull him right off now. to the side, I'm just pulling him off onto Jeff. It's <laughs> so, bad all around. Yeah. Would Kona cold at him? Yeah, but it's going to get you too. I mean, at this point, shit happens. I have more than full hit points. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 7 temp and hasn't taken any damage. Not saying I would like it, but... I mean, I, I have I have shown that I have no problem hurting my companions, so... Most of the time it's just Peach Vibe, but... I feel like taking a shot at Moonlight's kind of... You just don't do it. I mean, you know, it, Moonlight's 55 feet away from you. It's a 60-foot cone. It's like just barely close enough. You're just calculating misjudged. in your head. You think you're good. <laughs> you just misjudged the distance, man. Okay, I cone, I cone a gold for my second and third actions. That's reflex saves from the two monsters, and then also Moonlight. The rock monsters get a 31 and a 23, respectively, so it looks like it's a uh, succeed and a failure. Moonlight, what'd you get? 34. There you go. So half the damage. Let's see that cone of cold damage. 33? It's pretty bad. Yeah, average would be about 40. Cool. They do take damage, and it doesn't look as though they necessarily like it. Wizard, you're going to take uh, one point of bleed damage. Cool. And then your persistent check. Failed. Got a 10. And that takes us over to the other elemental, one of them that just got hit with that cone of cold. But it's not focusing on Wizard. It looks like his companion probably could take care of the elf. 
He steps over to the edge of the platform near the bridge, looking at Moonlight, and with its second and third action, throws some rocks at Moonlight. You get a 29 to hit. That'll hit. First one will deal you 11 points of damage. And the second rock throw, 29 to hit again. Call bullshit. <laughs> 18 points of damage. And that then takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. Uh, Moonlight backs up about 25 feet. Cast gravity well again. <laughs> Doing another gravity well. All right. That's uh, reflex saves, right? Trying to pull him into the pit in between. Okay. Well, wow. Uh, pretty uh, extravagantly poor saves here. One got a natural one on the dice. The other one got a six. The one that got a six got a 21, which is just a regular failure. But one does crit fail. Crit fail goes 30 feet, up to 30 feet to the center. And the other one goes 15. Yeah. Basically just puts him in the pit. Yeah. So they go end up falling into that space in between the two defensive platforms where that fire continues to rage. And they're both going to take some fire damage from that. And fall damage. And fall damage. So 20 damage fire to each of them first. And then 15 points of fall. They have so many hit points. They have so many hit points. Moonlight, after you pull the rocks down into the fire once more, Peach Pie... It's your turn. Athletics, 38. That's a critical success. Another 10 feet up. Athletics, 38. That's a critical success. <laughs> Aggressive panting. Exactly. Aggressive <laughs> panting. Peach Pie reaches the top. Hello, wizard. Where did the monsters go? Well, that takes us up to the top. Round seven. Devadiah, your turn. I'm in fire again, right? Oh, right. You're in fire. I'm going to burn you. You take 22 points of fire damage before the reduction. I cast fly and float up in the air. I go 30 feet level with the, the temple. You can probably only make it 15. It's half speed directly up. Oh, okay. I'm ha- halfway up. You've at least gotten yourself out of the fire. So you do have some persistent damage to deal with here real quick. Both fire and bleed. Uh, three bleed damage and then one fire damage after your reduction. Uh, it looks like you succeed on the flat check versus the bleed, but you fail on the flat check versus the fire. Fine, I, I can take some fire. Yeah, of the two, that's probably the better. Now that Jebediah has found his way out of the fire, it does technically take us over to our rock elementals, who are going to burn. The first one burns. It's the wizard's turn, but just to make it easy on everyone, the other rock monster also burns and dies. Moonlight's gravity well gambit into the flaming pit worked out pretty well. All that and they die from burning in the pit. (laughs) I'll take it, but fuck. They are out of initiative, uh, Wizard, at this point in the combat, the eastern side of that platform over there, where Peach Pie, where you fell down, and where that foliage is growing up the eastern platform, is now all also on fire. So you guys are standing on top of this platform, Jebediah kind of, you know, hovering uh, just above the fire, watching the vegetation around the tower just go up in flames. And as you stand there, 
staring up at the tower, the flames climb all of the creepers, the vines that are climbing the towers. And you can even see the fire go into some of the, the tunnel entrance. You know that entrance that you found at each of the towers that's up at the first tier after the switchback stairs? You can see fire go into that tunnel as well. You just want to go like camp for the night and let this shit burn itself out? I think we're going to have to camp right here for the night. <laughs> like surrounded by like burning shit? No, like let's go click the tree line. Everything around us is on fire. And we have no way back up here. Uh, I guess we could do fly and stuff. So we can just fly away. I don't really want to go into a burning building. After about five minutes of it all burning, it does eventually die down. All the vines, all the creepers, all the vegetation that are climbing the tower, all gone now. Well, that solves that problem. It would be so fucking hot up here. And for five minutes, it's just dry brush burning all around you. I would like for everybody to give me a perception check. 36. Also 36. Looks like those two are the highest of the bunch. Uh, both Moonlight and Peach Pie, as you're discussing the fire at the top of the easternmost defensive platform, you look in the space between the two platforms where that large tangled mess of those briar patches were. You now see that it's burnt away as opposed to just the switchback stairs going up as the previous towers you've been to. There is actually what looks to be leading into the bowels of the tower. Perhaps a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel to the tower! What will we find inside? A bunch of dangerous things, I'll bet. Stinky Zolgaths, maybe a brain collector or two. What about powerful magic items? We'll see. Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.